And the top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy Simplify. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. It's essentially an ab strain that isn't an oblique and isn't hernia related is the best way I can describe it. I think we all remain cautiously optimistic that he'll miss two starts. That's a really interesting description of Lucas's injury. That would be really good if once Lucas heals up from this, he's good to go and won't have to worry about it. I do understand anyone that looks at the changes in Lucas's body and says, oh, he bulked up. Maybe he's a little tighter overall. And that's what ended up partially getting him injured. I wonder about this. And I've talked to some people around baseball. They're like, you know, guys are out here getting yoked. And is that really the best type of body for a baseball player? Some guys have it naturally, too. Like, Jason Hayward is an Adonis. Some of that is just natural. But some of these guys are getting the heavy weights out and putting on some bulk. And does that limit their flexibility? These are questions that I have. Make me a bicycle, clown! Yep. And there's a text that doesn't quite get it. I'll, I'll get to that person in a second. Face up! Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. We're going to preview the Bulls and the Bucks. We're going to talk about the White Sox. In fact, we're going to take a break, and we are going to discuss the White Sox, and we're going to talk about betting the White Sox, too. Joe Ostrowski will join me at 1240. I got some other things I want to say before that. Back after this on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. It's time for the White Sox Minute. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. We're going to be sauce out regardless. South slider. Hi, Mom! Go Sox, baby. The White Sox Minute on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Didn't know they were going to play today. Then the rain is pushed out, and off we go with baseball. Game number two against the Mariners. That ball is demolished. This game is tied whenever it comes down. That is one large raindrop that keeps on rolling. He got every bit of that. Past Dallas, Josh Harrison to Tim. Oh, my goodness. Sleight of hand. Somebody plays sweet Georgia Brown. High and deep into the night sky. Adam is back at the track. Angle jumps. Oh, he's so good at that. More larceny from Adam Angle in the outfield. Tim to right field. Hanniger back at the track. Bring him home. You can take doubles away. You can't take that away. It's five to three. Robert squares this one up. Right center. Back to back. T.A. and Luis on the ground. Hendricks does it himself, and the Sox win. 6-4, your final score. 
Highlights courtesy of NBC Sports Chicago. The White Sox win 6-4 to four to move to 4-1. and one. And now they have an opportunity to get the Mariners out of here. They'll play this afternoon. Jimmy Lambert will make the start for the Southside 9 tonight or today in their game. There were also some injuries. Eloy hit himself in the ankle on a foul ball. X-rays were negative. Today he says he's okay and says that he will be available for pinch hitting duties. Josh Harrison, who I think we should at some point have a discussion about his walk-up music. You know what? We can have that discussion right now. So he's using Frankie Beverly and Maze's Before I Let Go. You made me happy. So, Ray, you're right. And here, here's what I want White Sox ops to do. And it's it's a cultural thing. The song starts with a long walk-up, like it's a, a long instrumental walk-up. And the first words are, you make me happy. So what I want White Sox ops to do, and I need White Sox fans to do, is when he's in the lineup, do what Boston fans did with Shane Victorino. The Shane Victorino was using Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. And so when he would come to the plate, everyone would sing, every little thing gonna be all right. I need White Sox fans to know that song. And then when he reaches the plate, the song should crescendo to you make me happy. That's the way that it should go. This is going to take some putting together with White Sox fans. Because some of them, when I mentioned it on Twitter last night, they've never heard of the song. There And, and there are a lot of people in a certain demographic of White Sox fans was like, oh, bleep, when they heard that. And that's, I think we should all get in the, do a little electric slide and get Josh Harrison the love that he deserves. It's a great song. Listen, we need to take a time out. I want to talk with Joe Ostrowski about betting the White Sox. Is there value in putting in a ticket for Dylan Cease? For MVP for Cy Young or for Luis Robert as MVP. Joe's gonna talk to me about that next here on the score. Yo, Holmes! Lawrence Holmes. Holmes runs it really well. Noon to two. Holmes doing what Holmes does on Sports Radio 670 the score. Yo, Holmes! And 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Joe Ostrowski, host of BetQL Daily. When early odds is on the air on Saturdays, there are a lot of people that tune out. They don't want to hear sports betting. But when you really break it down, it's just sports talk. The best gambling analyst in the country. Want to bet? Jordan with the mic. Want to gamble? When I reach out to people that have models or some odds makers, what maybe once upon a time it was three points for home field, Right now, and most people aren't aware of this, it's one and a half to two points. Joe Ostrowski on the Lawrence Holmes Show, right damn now. Joe joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. You can check them out on BetQL Daily. You can also listen to them on Early Odds here on The Score. Joe, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Just out here trying to confuse everyone, aren't you? Yeah, I'm Jim, sorry Joe, about that. Joe, Joe, Jim, Ozarski, Ostrowski, <laughs> nine letters, Polish. You know, you know. 
<laughs> I'm very sorry. Like, and, I'm like, back to back to. I'm like, really? <laughs> as soon as I saw Ray quoted out, I was like, ooh, that, that is very close. That's very close. But, yes, Jim is our expert on the Milwaukee Bucks. Jim O. Jim O is our <laughs> expert on the Milwaukee Bucks. Joe O is our expert on everything else. His segment is being brought to you by points bet. So the White Sox are getting ready to, to continue their series with the Mariners. And, and I was thinking about this and, and you brought it up. Like you brought it up over the last couple of weeks. Is there still value? Is, is Robert enough still of a secret to get value on him as an MVP candidate. So it's funny that you're asking about these two players because at first blush, I'm like, okay, we're 3% of the way through the season, but they've both gotten off to hot starts. And if you look at the odds board for each award, talking about Robert for the AL MVP, seats for the Cy Young, they're in like the same range. Robert is the fifth favorite and Cease is the sixth favorite. The odds for both have also taken a dip they've uh headed in the same direction uh for robert at points bet he's 18 to 1 for mvp he was in the 20s i want to say 25 to 1 when the season started so 25 down to 18 on the low end he's as, as far low as 14 to 1 on the high end he's at 20 uh these are the players that robert is behind so you can make the case, Sox fan, this is kind of the company that he keeps. Uh, maybe not in the top end, but hey, he's in this conversation okay. as the fifth favorite. It's Vlad Jr. with his three bombs last night. It's Otani pitching tonight. Both are in that three to one range. Who's not hitting yet? Like he's right. He he struggled so far at the dish. Trout is the third favorite, obviously at five to one, and then the guy, man, this. Might be surprising to some, but probably not around here. If you look at when he's healthy, it's Byron Buxton. Yeah, there's some people that really love the idea of Buxton as, as MVP, mm-hmm. but he's got to make it through a full season. That's the problem. Yeah, I talked about uh, that possibility on early odds. Uh, so I remember the number, 30-1. to 1. Now it's 12-1. to 1. Wow. Yeah, people see it already happening. Like, if this guy can just play a full season, if he can give you 150, he's in the mix. So for Robert, can he check all those boxes? Uh, maybe. The first thing you're going to look at is F war and, and B war and some of those big counting stats that are going to stand out. Like right now, early on, Robert is 10th in F war, but there are some players that uh, above him that aren't going to be able to do that for an entire season, like G-Man Choi or... Steven hit the quan for, for the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I, I find myself marveling at, at Luis Robert, like in the field. Yeah. He makes stuff look so easy. Like he's had, he's had at least three plays this season where I go, wow, he got there without it seeming like there was a lot of effort. He glides to the ball in a way that there there aren't many players like him in Major League Baseball when it comes to fielding. Here's something that I, I don't think would play to Robert's favor in this conversation. It's worth bringing up, but I don't... In the end, I, I know it was a special case last year, but in the end, it's going to be about the offensive numbers it always is. Clearly about the offense. That's what the voters are going to take a look at. And this might hurt him when, when most people would think it would help him. Now, you would think 
in, in other leagues, usually the NBA, but Jokic is going to win it this year, being on one of the best teams would help. Getting 90-plus wins would help. And I actually like this about baseball. The numbers are the numbers. It, it's an individual sport. So I don't think it's going to help him all that much being on the AL Central champion. I I don't think that's going to be the case. And, and I mean, with a lineup that is yeah. loaded. But but loaded. but the only the only thing I'll say is, and Otani is a special case because he obviously was dominant as a pitcher too. That lineup is loaded too. Like, Top half is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The, the the first five guys in the lineup for the Angels, it's it's really really a special group of guys. All right, so let's talk about Cease. Sure. And our segment with Joe is being brought to you by PointsBet. Where do, can I still get value on Dylan Cease or is it too late? I actually made a Cease bet before the season and it wasn't for Cy Young. It was for strikeout leader. Oh. Yeah. So All right, he, so maybe that's the move. Maybe, but it's not up every day, so you got a, a different sports books you have to check up, check in periodically. So Cease is the sixth favorite. He's behind Cole Bieber, Robbie Ray, we saw tight pants last night, Giolito, <laughs> and Sale. So Cole Bieber, Ray Giolito, and Sale, and he's 13 to 1 at points bet. So if I'm going through this, I'm thinking, okay, let, let, let's go through these names. Like, can Cease beat all of them? Cole, is he the same with the spider tack? I, I don't know. We look at what he did second half of last season. Ray, is he going to go back to back? Highly unlikely. Giolito, is our injuries going to be a problem throughout the season? Bieber could win it again. He can. Sale? Same question. Healthy? Right. Did Same question healthy? on him. Yeah. So, can Cease win it? Yes. You need uh, the strong ERA. FIP has to be low. War, same thing with the MVP. Strikeouts have to be high. That is one of the top two or three uh, categories that they're going to look at. And after one start, 14.4 Ks per nine, only behind McClanahan. That's the only guy he's behind. My concern for Cease is the innings, because that is something else that is looked at as a bit of a tiebreaker. If you have a workhorse going up against a guy that threw for 170 innings, that might hurt him in the end. But if, between the two, if I had to pick one, Cease for Cy Young or Robert for MVP, I would go with Cease. When it comes to strikeout props on Cease per game, is there still value in the first couple of weeks because we don't know how long he's going to go in some of these games? Or is that a red flag on your guy has to get his strikeouts in four innings because he might only be going six? Yeah, you're only going to find value on Cease if he has a couple of games in which it's a very low number. And he ends up, low number for him would be five or six strikeouts. Uh, the word is out. The numbers are the numbers. There was value on him uh, maybe a little bit early last year, but that's been completely sucked out of the market. He has one of the highest strikeout rates in baseball. So he's always going to have a high number. And then you're worried, hey, he's only going to have a specific number of outs to record and so many of them have to be strikeouts to go over that number on a daily basis. Okay. All right. Now I want to ask you about Bulls Bucks. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, a have you thought about how you're going to bet this series? Have you bet it or are you leaving it alone? Uh, I did one series bet. And what'd you go? Sweep? <laughs> I did not do the sweep. You went gentleman sweep. I well, sort of. Sort of. I guess I did kind of go sweep. Let me explain. Okay. Uh, series spread. This is what you can do with every series. Games. Okay? So 
let's look at, I don't know, Boston. You, the, the series spread on that is one and a half games. Right? It's actually Brooklyn minus one and a half, and that's strange because Celtics are actually favored in that series now. It, it flipped from the start. So if you go through every series in the playoffs, you will find the series spread of one and a half, except for Bulls-Bucks. It is two and a half games, which means if you take Milwaukee minus two and a half games, you win if it's Bucks in four or Bucks in five. Any other result, you lose. The Bulls plus two and a half is the winning side. So when this first was available to bet on on Monday, and they weren't taking big bets, but the this was what this is the bet that a lot of betters were waiting on, and they finally post it two and a half. All right, and uh, one place it was about even money. That's when I jumped on it as much as they would al- allow me to do. And right now that is minus one seventy, meaning you'd have to bet one hundred and seventy dollars to win a hundred on the Bucks minus two and a half games. It, they are the biggest favorite of all the series spreads. I was talking about it today on BetQL Daily. Once we get the matchup with Phoenix, if it's the Clippers or the Pelicans, is is the Bulls-Bucks game still going to be the biggest favorite? And I think it is. Even though it's the 3-6. It is Milwaukee minus 1,000, meaning you'd have to bet $1,000 just to win 100 on uh, on the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, the favorite as far as games played is five games, and the favorite in uh, the correct score at the end is Milwaukee 4-1. The second favorite is Milwaukee 4-0. The point spread on the first game is all the way out to 10. Well, I'm not surprised by that because they beat them by 21 last week, and they weren't even really trying, Um, Mm -hmm. and that was problematic. Now, you last week tried to tell people National League Rookie of the Year you could get Seiya Suzuki at plus 500. I looked after a, a couple of games, and that's now down to plus 200. It's even shorter than that now. <laughs> it won't stop. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, in one week, I've noticed that. So we were just talking about some of the MVP and Cy Young numbers that have moved, but the Rookie of the Year, it's the exact same thing. And I, I feel really strong about that bet. Now, in the American League, if you if you make a bet and your player gets out to a hot, hot start, it's going to be tough. And the guy is uh, Stephen Kwan right now. That's, that's who everybody's talking about with Cleveland. And his odds have dropped. There was one day earlier this week, Lords, when he played an afternoon game. He had got off to a nice start. The number went from 20 to 1 down to 6 to 1. I mean, this is a game of sample sizes. In one game, Kwan's Rookie of the Year. Uh, number does that. Now Seiya Suzuki is your runaway favorite. O'Neal Cruz opened as the favorite, but now Suzuki, you can find him at plus 170. Uh, next best is Cruz and Hunter Green in that plus 600 range. What what I find interesting about the Suzuki, not only the terrific start that he's off to, already a, a half a win as far as F4. There are like five or six players that are higher on him, uh, higher on the list. Uh, above him it's where are the great nl rookies coming from it's not as stacked as it is over on the american league side maybe maybe seth beer arizona does something or joey bart take it over for san francisco at catcher but it, it is nowhere near as deep it would not surprise me if suzuki is at, at one point the odds on favorite meaning you'd have to lay money just to win this bet I, I think he's gonna run away with this thing he doesn't even have to keep the pace which which is impossible for him to do at this point joe i have to get to the other south suburban 
dude with the Polish last name. Yes. Good Polish kid. (laughs) He is a good Polish kid, just like Joe Ostrowski is. Joe, thank you as always. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lawrence. That's Joe Ostrowski. You can check him out on BetQL Daily. You can also check him out on Early Odds. Jim Ozarski is going to join us next to talk about the 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 Bulls and the the Bucks. We're going to preview the series with him next here on The Score.